Welcome to the Cultivate Farms podcast. My name is Sam Marwood and we really hope that you enjoy this podcast episode. Let's get you farming. G'day everybody, Sam Marwood here from Cultivate Farms and welcome to episode 26 of Cultivate Farms TV where we take you behind the scenes of what we're doing to get you onto your dream farm. Uh, apologies for the lighting, there we go, it's a bit better. Um, our aim is to document our journey, pretty much, that uh, we want to get lots of you guys onto farms. Uh, we want to figure out how to make that happen. We've got lots of solutions, got lots of things happening. Uh, and every week, uh, there's the exciting things happening, and that's why we want to provide you with this update of what's happening. I said happening too many times then. Number one for this week, there's the summary, gap equity. That is a solution. I'll explain what we mean by that. I reckon it could be massive. Uh, this is, today is our six-month anniversary of doing these weekly updates. I'll give a bit of a, a like what's happened in that time. And Little Red Hen, I have a bit of a whinge. Uh, so you look forward to that one. Registration updates every week, giving you an update on how many people have signed up because we need you guys. We need you to help us to help you. So we have 151 re- uh, <laughs> registrations members. Massive, we've hit the 150 mark. Uh, we're heading on to our double ton uh, very soon. So eight more signed up this week. And just loving people signing up and seeing what they're putting on their profile. Encourage you, if you haven't signed up yet, please do it. Jump on board. I sent emails out to everyone uh, the other day, uh, and I'll talk about that in a second. Uh, but again, our aim is to build membership. We want to hit 200, and then we also want to get our farm, uh, first farm matched, and those things combined, we are going to hit the media big time, and we know we're going to get a lot of attention. A lot of farms are going to come your way, uh, especially with these retiring farmers we're dealing with as well as opportunities pop up. Uh, things are just going to build, guys. So we just need you first to get what we're doing, to sign up, believe in us, back us, support us, uh, and we can hopefully get all of you onto your dream farms. So it's been six months since we first started this. What was it? Uh, I think it's the 16th of March, 2017. It's now the 6th of September, 2017. Um, Yeah, every week, every week without fail, we have given this update and it's been brilliant. We just believe so much in the power of documenting your journey. We're not the experts in farm transition, but we just want to communicate that it is a necessary thing to happen. We need to get more people on the land. I guess we're also using this as a bit of an exemplar to you guys that you should be documenting your journey as aspiring farmers. Farmers, because the more people who know about you wanting to get onto a farm, the more opportunities are going to pop up. So I guess hopefully a lot of people are learning from this. I haven't heard of anybody doing this out of the aspiring farmer world, but we really encourage you to just document your journey, talk about what you're doing. Video is really powerful. Um, so please let us know if you're doing something uh, similar. We'd love to watch along as well. Um, yeah, and I guess the other thing is these, these updates have opened a lot of doors for us. Uh, and that's the main thing. We've got to find the right people, keep connection with the people who can help you guys onto your farm. And just being here, demonstrating momentum has been a really key factor. It's also uh, built relationships. A couple of weeks ago, I said people felt like we were friends because of these updates. And that's really powerful, really encouraging. And I hope you, if you're watching now or, or later, um, that you guys just can continue to get to know us. Uh, we want to get to know you as well, just so we can build that trust uh, and find ways to get you onto your farm. Um, so yeah, that's uh, it's pretty cool. We hope to be able to do this every week for the rest of our lives, given these updates. All right, let's get cranking into some detail. Gap equity. And I'll talk about my trip to southwest Victoria and the dairy farmers down there in a second. And this has sort of led to this idea of gap equity that the biggest issue 
and we've been promoting this forever, has been the uh, barrier to uh, entry for farming has been access to capital. We've actually clarified that that is actually now the, we think it's the gap equity. It's the gap between your savings, how much you have, and how much a bank is willing to uh, loan you. So that 20, 30% of the total price of a farm and operations. We need about to solve that problem. If we can get investors or community members who want to invest to to give you guys 10, 20, 30% of the equity as an investment, you can get the debt that you need to. And we think this could be really powerful for investors as well. So when investors want to buy into farms, maybe we recommend don't buy the full farm, buy five farms instead of buying one farm and spread your risk across the country and, and support five uh, new farming families. Um, so I think there's something really big in this idea of this gap equity. I don't know if anyone's uh, touched on this before, I would love to hear people talk about it. Uh, or if you have talked about it, but if we can if we can solve this problem, this that little bit of uh, in cash injection to give confidence to banks, we could you guys could be on your farm right now. Like uh, any comments on this? <laughs> Anyone watching right now? Is that gap equity the biggest issue? That's what we're gonna unpack. And if it is, we'll 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 hone in on that and talk to investors and talk to community groups and see and banks and just say let's target let's let's make it happen. Let's get this equity so we can get new people onto farms. It feels like that could be the biggest issue. Um, we also, um, oh yeah, I want to talk about Little Red Hen. I want to talk about Southwest, but I'll do this Little Red Hen thing first, actually. So I've been having a few discussions with corporates and other people who are interested in what we're doing, and uh, um, we feel like what we're doing is absolutely solving a problem and they do too they get it they say yep getting access to capital for new people is awesome and absolutely something that we uh, believe in and they then they go and say well how many farms have you set up uh, and I say well we're in the process of setting up farms right now uh, but we haven't got any we've got a thousand acre lease it's not quite the ideal model but we're getting there and uh, and then the conversation sort of stops there and they sort of say, well, let's chat later. And that was exactly the same discussion I had the other day. And this is what thought made me think about Little Red Hand is that I spoke to a bank and they said, love what you're doing, Sam and, and Tim and Tegan, awesome. Uh, keep it going. Uh, what help do you need? What would you need to make this happen? And uh, I said, we need to get farms matched. And But it feels like a little bit like a Little Red Hand that people who want to come in and eat the cake once it's baked but won't help out along the way. And, uh, I just said that straight up to the bank and they said, oh yeah, we get that, we get that. We had it, kept on talking and then at the end they said, oh well, good work guys um, and let us know how you go with matching your first farm. And I guess that just was a point of frustration for me that we know we have a solution here. We just need more people alongside us, corporates, people in the ag industry who can see the vision to help us get the credibility we need to get these matches going. That is our biggest need at the moment as well, is how do we get corporates on board, help us funding what we're doing, update our website, uh, get templates in place, get processes in place to ensure that we're supporting retiring farmers and helping you to pitch farms. We need. We need the industry alongside us, uh, but we don't want this to be a little red head thing where we put all our time and effort into this, which we're gonna do anyway. Um, but it's just, a, I, guess, I guess, a bit frustrating to see that people love it, uh, but we struggle to get them to actually commit uh, to supporting us. Uh, so if you are a corporate out there or someone in the ag industry who has, who sees what we're doing and wants to back us, we are more than willing to have a chat. Please get in touch. So the Southwest Victoria tour, and I see Lauren Peterson has just joined. She's one of the champions who, who set it up. Uh, had to, got to do three presentations to aspiring farmers and retiring farmers, dairy farmers, uh, set up by Dairy Australia and, and UDV. It was great. Uh, my focus was purely on practical steps to get on your farm or get off your farm, depending on who you are. Uh, and I guess that's our, our focus at the, 
for all our presentations is we don't really want to plug Cultivate Farms that much, we just want to get people onto farms. And there are solutions out there, practical steps, and I'll share this video, and you've probably seen similar ideas from us before, but there just are so many practical steps uh, to get onto your farms. Um, but I guess one of the things I found from doing it made me a little bit depressed about the state of our farming industry and, and transitioning farms and that there are so many great aspiring farmers out there who are just getting brick walls put up in front of them that they would love to get onto a retiring farmer's property but the retiring farmers aren't ready. They're not willing to share equity, they're not willing to um, give the new farmer a leg up or give them an incentive to stay there or even attract the best people in Australia to be farmers. They expect them just to work for standard wages uh, and hope that they stay around for 20 or 30 years. Um, I was talking to a 40 year old dairy farmer who just uh, found out that his share farm agreement was terrible and he wasn't going to build equity and so he quit now he's looking for somewhere else but he was saying well why would I, why am I sticking at this, why am I doing this, why am I putting myself through this and my family through this when I can't build my wealth and can't build equity and he's probably going to go off and do fencing and I, I guess I got really angry that this is the state of the farming industry at the moment in Australia that there are hundreds and thousands of you guys out there who want to get on farms but there is no, the pathways aren't there. The retiring farmers don't know about these options to get you on the farms. They, and if they do, they're like, no, I don't want to share. I want to build, I want to keep the wealth all to myself. And they can't see that if they share equity, they can be even more wealthier by having a new family on there and, and pushing their business. And advisors, we had a chat with some advisors, banks, lawyers and accountants and uh, stock agents, and they couldn't get it either. They, they couldn't see that they're the key to making sure that this is a normalised discussion around vendor finance and equity. Um, so yeah, I guess it wasn't just that, uh, having those days out there that, that uh, highlighted it, it more just focused, more focused my attention to it that we need to get retiring farmers on board and we need to somehow fill out this gap in equity as well for you guys. So I think maybe one solution is we need to get the conversation going across Australia. So I'm thinking about setting up a national conversation day around succession. Some sort of national day where it's okay to ask awkward questions about what every farmer is doing uh, to transition the land to the next generation. And that way we can encourage discussions about alternative arrangements around equity or vendor finance, etc. And we can get spokespeople up there talking about these options and normalising it. Now, if we can do that, imagine the floodgates that will be opened uh, for farm opportunities for you guys because people... Uh, we'll be talking about it. There's some crazy stats saying that uh, the male farmer doesn't even talk to their wife or partner about succession. 60% or something like that. I think GRDC have something like that. And that's ridiculous. We need to get the conversation going. Why is it so awkward? Uh, we've got to change that around. So if you like the idea of a National Succession Day, um, yell out and let's, um, let's get it going. Uh, two more, three more things. Headhunting is happening. So this is why I encourage you to sign up and to fill out your details because I'm sitting down with people going through all your profiles. People who want to buy farms uh, and want to get farmers onto farms. Uh, so that is why this is so powerful. You probably don't, you don't see all the, this stuff happening in the background, but it is happening and we need you guys to fill out. There's a few people who haven't filled out your details. I've sent emails off yesterday. So please jump on and register all your details. If you haven't signed up yet, please do. We need you on there. Um, crowdfunding goats. Uh, we are, and I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago, this idea of uh, equity crowdfunding. It's, it's a version of that. We're thinking about setting something up, but we're looking to do some dairy goats very soon. We're kicking around some details at the moment, but keep on the lookout for that. It'd be awesome if anyone wants to actually buy some goats and lease it out to some great farmers. And that sort of concept we're going to expand on across Australia for all types of livestock. 
So that's coming up, and then retiring farmer status. So we have 21 retiring farmers we're talking to at the moment who are keen to hand it on. So they're the ones who get it. They're the exemplars, the people that we're really, really excited about. Uh, and we've figured out a process with them around how we're going to help them transition their land. And it's a four-step process. So we're getting the retiring farmers to document their farm and their farm plans. So we're giving them that uh, aspiring farmer pitching template that some of you guys have seen and uh, we're happy to share with anyone. We're getting them to document their farm and what they want for it. We then are going to get a farm advisor in, whoever they want. We can help recommend people as well to pull that num those apart, that apart, pull the numbers apart, and show that there are great opportunities on this farm. Because we want to back you guys onto farms that are really worthwhile. Uh, then we'll promote it, we'll headhunt you guys if you're registered on the website or we'll put it onto Facebook or Twitter or whatever and, and share it. And then when we get the right match, that's the process of you if you're the match. Um, to sit down with a retiring farmer and work through the best arrangement with the advisors and the people that you trust to get you on the farm. So that's what we're working through with the retiring farmers. We're working out this process. We're hopefully going to turn it all online soon as well in the next few months uh, uh, if all things go well. But that's it, guys. A bit of a whinge, but also lots of exciting things still happening. We'd love your feedback. Always love to hear from you guys. Send me messages. Facebook Messenger, emails are probably the best. And then we can book up a phone hook-in, uh, a phone discussion later on. Uh, Love it. Thanks, guys. Speak soon. Hey, thanks for your attention. Please do leave a rating and also get in contact if you do want to get onto your dream farm. We'd love to help. Let's get you farming.